This is the Danger Close Podcast. Beyond the books with me, Jack Carr. Welcome to the Danger Close Podcast, an Ironclad original presented by Navy Federal Credit Union. This is a special holiday edition as we wrap up season two of the Danger Close Podcast and move into 2023 with season three. Now in season three, we're going to be moving back to one episode a week on Wednesdays. There'll probably be some on Fridays as bonus episodes every now and again. And that's because there are some more writing projects on the horizon and I'll be juggling quite a bit more in 2023. So stand by for some more information on that. I am fired up. I got to tell you, uh, it's also a way for me to say thank you. Thank you so much for listening, for watching, for the engagement on social media, for reading the books, uh, watching the Amazon Prime series. It is sincerely appreciated. So in this episode, we're going to go over my holiday reading list, some holiday movies that you may or may not think are actual holiday movies, go through some Q&A, cover some negative reviews, and then some gear. The holiday gear guide is also on my website at officialjackcar.com. A bunch of cool gear on that. And you can read more about the books and the movies also on the blog section of my website. So now without further ado, let's get into it. All right, let's go through some listener questions and you can follow Danger Close Podcast on Instagram. Every now and again, we'll throw up a post that asks for listener questions and I'll cover those here on the podcast. But actually one of the first questions is from somebody on Twitter and they wanted to know where the Cross Tomahawks logo came from. And I've covered it a few times, but I responded back and said that I would talk about it on the next Q&A. So uh, I'm going to do that right now. So right here, boom, Winkler Tomahawk. And I've been a fan of Tomahawks, of hatchets, of axes since I was a little kid. And, uh, when Cold Steel made some uh, uh, Vietnam era tomahawks back in, I think in the 90s at some point, I got those as well. Got the Rogers Rangers edition one back then. I've just always been into to tomahawks, into uh, throwing axes and all that sort of thing. Uh, it's a weapon that has ancient origins, but as you can see here, uh, it is a uh, modern weapon now because of the way that it is constructed and designed. So as I was thinking that I needed a logo as I started down this path, um, I happened to have given my kids tomahawks for my military retirement. So each of my kids got a tomahawk, just like this one, uh, but they also got uh, a Bible with their name on it. They got a nautical compass. They got a leather-bound constitution with the Bill of Rights, and then they got this. And I gave them the Bible and the compass and said, here are things to guide you. And then I gave them that constitution and I said, uh, here are your natural rights. And then I gave them the tomahawk and said, here's the means to defend them. So, um, I happened to have two tomahawks that were my kids that were on my desk. And I was thinking that I needed a logo as I left the military and started down this path. And this was sometime between, let's say my retirement was June of 2016. And I was still in Coronado at the time in a little office off our bedroom where I wrote the first novel. And I remember looking over, looking at these tomahawks and then putting them on the floor and I crossed them just like that. And then I took a picture of them like that. And I sent it to Daniel Winkler, Winkler Knives right here. And he's been a dear friend for years. And I said, hey, do you mind if I use 
these as a logo as I leave the military and start down this path. And he said, that would be an honor. So, um, I think then, so this must've been a few months after my military retirement, because then I think I sent it to my publisher and said, Hey, what do you think? And they said, it's fantastic. So that's how the cross Tomahawks logo came to be. Um, and Kevin Holland, who, when this airs, will have been on the podcast, uh, an incredible guy from the SEAL teams, then became a game warden, then went to Delta Force in the Army, uh, then to uh, another government agency, incredible guy, but uh, he is pretty much responsible for bringing the Tomahawk back into the SEAL teams in the 90s after he saw Last of the Mohicans, and Daniel Winkler designed the blades for that movie. Um, and they linked up because they're both from, uh, towns very close to one another in North Carolina. So we talk about that on the podcast that I do with Kevin Holland and Daniel Winkler. But, uh, anyway, I said, I would give a little background on where that came from. So that is where the cross Tomahawks logo came from. And of course, James Reese uses them in all the novels and Chris Pratt uses a Tomahawk as James Reese in the terminal list on Amazon prime. So that's where that came from. All right, here's some questions. My question is about the books because, as I have mentioned a few hundred times under your posts, I am dying for the next one. Thank you very much, by the way, uh, and want to see what happens. Anyway, where do you usually find the inspiration for James's story, and where do you want it to go? And please tell me that you have already penned the ideas for many novels ahead. Uh, well, I do have quite a few ideas. I wrote down six, seven, eight, nine, 10 different ideas as I started down this path. Quite a few of those have morphed into the next novels in one way, shape, or form. And as I'm writing a novel, typically I know where the next one is going to begin, or I know what is going to have to happen in that next novel because I outline and I know how I'm going to wrap things up where there's just enough resolution for the reader, but also a little bit that makes them want to find out what happens in James Reese's journey going forward. So that's kind of the art part of it. But, um, that's how I get the, I figure out what's going on in the next book, because as I'm writing, it becomes clearer and clearer. And I write down those notes and I keep them in a folder on a computer that I just use for writing. So, um, there should be many more James Reese novels in the future. All right. Are there any plans to release limited edition signed copies of your books in the UK? And so the UK has a different cover and I love the international covers. Um, I put a lot of effort into the US covers, um, but on the international side, it's very interesting because they're all different. And I really like to see what, let's say a UK publisher or the, the Japanese publisher, the, the Polish publisher, the German publisher, what those covers look like. And uh, I typically don't give input on those just because I think they, uh, they stand alone. And, uh, even if something's off, like there's a finger on the trigger or it's the wrong pistol or something like that. I just really like that they are put together by people in those countries. Um, and so I let those stand as they, as they are, but I do put a lot of effort into the covers in the U S, um, and make sure there's no finger on the trigger that the pistol's not pointing at the guy on the cover at his leg or something like that. So, um, so anyway, is there a plan to release any limited edition signed copies? I don't think so, but that's a good question for Atria Mystery Bus on Twitter. So a good question for, for him, for Simon and Schuster. Um, if people, there are some right now, you can get signed copies at Dolly's Bookstore, uh, at uh, Poison Pen Bookstore, and then there are book plates on my website at officialjackcar.com under shop and also 
through Midtown Scholar. You can get through all of those from my Instagram in the link in bio right there or from my website. You can click and, and find those, track those down. And if they don't have a drop down for international, usually bookstores, if you call them, they'll ship internationally, but you have to call them. You have to put that, that one extra step in because their uh, whatever programs that they use for the most part don't have an international option. But if you call them, uh, most of the time, they're more than happy to ship signed copies your way. And those aren't the international covers. Those would be the covers from the U.S., but uh, that's the way to, to get one in the U.K. But I'd love to come and do a signing over there. So uh, David Brown, Atria Mystery Bus on Twitter, uh, if you're listening, uh, that'd be awesome. All right. Jack, can you talk about the level of respect SEALs and other soft elements had for FDNY, NYPD personnel after 9-11? Uh, yes. And we got, I was already deployed on 9-11. We were in Guam. Uh, it was about midnight in Guam. And uh, people started banging on doors up and down the barracks hallway. And we went down and we watched the Twin Towers fall on a TV in the barracks basement. Um, and after that, we got care packages from um, uh, NYPD, FDNY that had patches from, uh, from their different uh, uh, firehouses, from the precincts, uh, coins, that sort of thing. And we put them on our uniforms uh, as we went, uh, as we went down range. So, um, so yes, there was a, there was uh, an incredible connection between um, FDNY and NYPD and soft units in particular after 9-11. Uh, he also asks, does the history buff in you want to talk to veterans of the strategic air command B 52 crews specifically, uh, since the 50th anniversary of operation linebacker, uh, is coming up and yes, operation linebacker. I think I mentioned it in one of the novels, um, 1972 Vietnam. Uh, and it wasn't just B 52s. It was a whole campaign, but I would love to do that. So, um, I'm going to look into that. All right. What is the process of choosing the cover photo? Do you choose it? Does the publisher? Just talked a little bit about that, but uh, what happens is early on as I'm writing, I'll send uh, some bullet points to the publisher and say, hey, this next book is about X, Y, Z. Uh, it is, uh, takes place in these three countries primarily or whatever it, it might be. And then maybe a recommendation on, uh, on what part of those countries would, uh, speak or would be, uh, would be good to incorporate into a cover. So uh, I'll send that off. And then months down the line, as we get closer to publication, they'll send me uh, an idea or two or three or four. And I'll look at them and I'll say, Oh, I like this one the best, but can we change this, 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 and this, and then send it back. And then we'll just go back and forth a few times until we get it right. So that's how it's been for all the covers thus far. And, uh, and it's fun. It's, it's fun to do. Um, but it's interesting in that, uh, the person on the cover, I think is a New York model. Um, so I don't think he really knew how to hold a pistol, a rifle, a tomahawk, whatever. So, uh, luckily you can move things around with Photoshop or whatever program they use, uh, to make sure that it's, uh, it's, it's not atrocious and, you know, he's not shooting himself in the foot or something, but, uh, but it's fun. It's fun to do. We want to cover that, uh, that does speak to what the novel's about, obviously, that is eye-catching as well. Um, and it's a represent, representation of that book, of you as the author, of the publisher. So you want it to be the best that it can, can possibly be. So it's a, it's a fun process. Uh, next one. What would a typical day look like from when you wake up until you go to bed? There's not really a typical day yet. 
2023, I would like to get into more of a, a battle rhythm for those uh, with military backgrounds, but I think it'll be more efficient once I can figure out uh, a better schedule. Because up to this point, it's been like a startup in your garage, like if you were starting a computer company in your garage in 1977 or something, and uh, you have to build the product. Uh, and then you have to let people know that it's there, maybe explain it to them, um, uh, make use of channels that are out there to do that. And obviously that's different today than in 1977. So there's this podcast, there is Instagram, there's Facebook, there is Twitter, um, there is a website, there is a newsletter, uh, all these different ways to engage for me to thank people uh, for trusting me with their time. Uh, something I take very seriously and why so much of me, all of me, my heart and soul goes into everything that I do, whether it's a post on Instagram or it's a paragraph in the novel um, or it's this podcast. Um, I sincerely appreciate people trusting me with their time. And I always want to add something of value to somebody's life. So that's, uh, that's at the forefront of my mind with, uh, with all that I do. And so that point being, that's why I've been in a full on sprint from the second I get up until the second I go to bed, um, uh, every day since I left the military really. Uh, but I think going into 2023, I'll need to get a little more disciplined as far as that schedule goes to make things run more efficiently. So working on that right now. So point being, there's no typical day. It's just get up and go and get it done and make use of every single second. Uh, but I would like to get to a day where I wake up, take the kids to school, have some coffee, uh, maybe write for three hours, then check some emails, then do the podcast or something like that. Anyway, you get more uh, efficient with that sort of thing. Next question. How much coffee do you drink a day? A lot. Yeah. Too much, maybe. Uh, I try not to drink coffee afternoon, so it's <laughs> in the morning. Black Raffle coffee right out of the gate, and uh, up until about noon, and uh, and then I try not to drink it after that. So try to uh, to fuel up early to push me through the rest of the day. Uh, next question: Where would you like to base a book that you've never been? for no other reason than to research it. Oh, I know this is such a good question because there's so many places I want to go and so many places I want to research. Um, there's a couple I don't want to give away quite yet because I might be going to them soon. But let's say, you know what? It'd be cool to go to Antarctica. It'd be cool to do a book in Antarctica and never been there and never been to the continent um, and do something down there. Um, I've always wanted to go. So anyway, something like that would probably be cool. Would you ever consider doing a Thomas Reese series of books, like a prequel series? Well, I very intentionally left uh, sentences in the novels that would uh, lend themselves to be explored in future books. So I'll just leave it at that. And here in the book seri series, Katie is a resident of Old Town, Alexandria, Virginia. Reese even decides to gift her a diamond necklace at the popular Landini Brothers restaurant right in the heart of Old Town. Do you have a personal or professional connection to this quaint suburb of Washington, D.C.? And I just might. <laughs> I'll leave it at that as well. Take on the holiday season with the help of Navy Federal Credit Union. When you use the Navy Federal Cash Rewards Card, you can earn up to 1.75% cash back on all purchases. You can redeem your rewards as soon as you earn them. And using the Navy Federal mobile app makes redeeming easier than ever. Enjoy the rewards of cash back without any annual fee, balance transfer, or foreign transaction fees. There are no limitations on rewards, and they never expire while your account is open. 
Learn how you can get cheer to last all year with the cash rewards card at NavyFederal.org. Our members are the mission. Insured by NCUA, rates are variable and range between 12.65% and 18%. APR based on credit worthiness. ATM fees for cash advances are up to $1 at non-Navy Federal ATMs. Message and data rates may apply. Visit NavyFederal.org for more information. If you love America, then Black Rifle Coffee Company has you covered for the holidays. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Check out all the gear, merch, apparel, and coffee roasting equipment. Once again, BlackRifleCoffee.com. I am a member of their exclusive coffee club, and I also get this big bag right here of Silencer Smooth delivered every month. You can go click on your favorite roast and set your schedule for delivery, and then bam, there it is on the front doorstep every single month. It is absolutely awesome. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com, veteran-founded, veteran-run. Go check them out, BlackRifleCoffee.com. All right, let's get into some negative reviews. Speaking of time that people will never get back, let's see what they thought was uh, so important that they needed to leave this negative review, try to ruin my day. (laughs) Just kidding. I think the negative reviews actually help because people will read those and say, oh, I love weapons or I love detail or I love uh, this, that or the other. And this person hates it. I'm going to love this thing. So thank you to everyone who takes the time to even leave the negative ones. And this is for the terminal list right here. Okay. Too much God and country. Too much liberal is bad and conservative is good. Too much just following orders and repetitive, which is a buzzkill. I thought of returning this book but decided not to, even though it sucked. Its typos were few. An odd or awkward awkward sentence structure was minimal. Okay. <laughs> Next one. We, <laughs> no comments. We spend more t- uh, time with Reese planning things than actually doing them, which allows for s- plenty of space for some nice product placement. Seriously, I don't think there's a weapon, piece of equipment, or clothing that Reese uses that doesn't get described in detail. In many cases, down to the brand name. And in many cases, the details are repeated in case you somehow forgot them. In the middle of an action scene, he repeats again that he shot one of the bad guys in the face with a 77-grain Black Hills 5.56 round. It's a solid round. I did have to chuckle when the protagonist described his neighbor as has a man crush on him and copies everything he does. If that was the author making fun of people who will read this and actually care about the 77 grain Black Hills 556 detail, then my hat is off to you, sir. And no, <laughs> it was not that. It was uh, something else from my personal experience. All right, true believer. This book was so slow. I didn't love the first book. And when I found out one of the pages from my library copy had a chunk ripped out, I wasn't jumping at the chance to find the missing words. I also find the parts that are redacted annoying. They take away from the story. I will not be reading any more James Reese. Well, yeah, and True Believer in particular, I think they took out the the government um, Office of Pre-Publication and Security Review, took out 54 either sentences or words or paragraphs. Um, and then I appealed 
So in the paperback version of True Believer, uh, I won on 37, even though I was able to attach every single one of those redactions to a publicly available government document. So not something from Wikipedia or somebody else's book or anything like that, but from a publicly available government document that you can download and read from the same government that is putting the redactions in my novels. Um, you can, I won on 37 of them, even though they were all tied to publicly available public uh, government documents. Um, you can read the paperback and compare it and see what they thought was so secret. Um, uh, but yeah, one on 37 of the 54. So the 54 redactions are in the hardcover. The 37 that I won are unredacted then in the paperback copy. Let's see. Also true believer, very slow book. Felt like it took forever to get to the actual storyline. When it did get to the story, it was all over the place and hard to follow. This genre isn't my favorite, so maybe that's why I don't like it. Yeah, not for everybody. Savage Son. Eventually, what you think will happen, happens in an incredibly quick and unsatisfying way. And the setup for the sequel is complete. I guess it would be the fourth one. So anyway, mission accomplished. It's like a Michael Bay movie, but worse. I'm going to take that as a compliment. As for the redactions, surely just catnip for cosplayers. Well, no, that's your uh, tax dollars at work. The fact that one reference in the glossary is blacked out, but defined as a classic 1986 film starring Chuck Norris. Come on now. I know it's really inexplicable, but once again, that's the government. And that's your tax dollars. Next one. My favorite character, and that's in quotes, was described as the Martha Stewart of Montana, who also happens to be a crack shot with a bolt action, whatever rifle, and single-handedly defends her family's mansion from the Russian mob. Cool. I hate to be a quitter, but I'm done with this series. Quitter. Just kidding. It's totally not for everybody. Um, and she doesn't defend it single-handedly. She has help in there. Come on. There are other people with rifles and shotguns in there helping. All right. Uh, next one. As James Reese says, I'm going hunting for a better book to read. That was pretty clever. Well done. Carr's first two novels were above average, but the entire premise of this book is ludicrous. Seriously? Humans hunting other humans? Yeah, that would never happen, ever. The Devil's Hand. Here we go. The bar was already extremely low, but that one of Carr's dumbest and surprisingly the most boring book yet. After 30% of the ebook, there was no action scene. Most of the pages consisted of bios of the characters. The Iran plot was moronic, but at least Carr's right-wing politics were toned down a bit. Well, all right. Uh, yeah. Once again, uh, what can you do? Not for everyone. Don't make your writing cute. Oh, let me write that down. Uh, I'm not interested in that. Right? I'm interested in a following a story, not how to alternating POV thing. Anyway, that sentence doesn't even make sense. But DNF'd, so did not finish, at 12%. Well, D-O-R, drop on request. All right. Uh, once again, not for everybody. And if you'd like to go back and counter any of these terrible reviews, uh, it would be most appreciated because it is a lot more fun to read the good ones. But uh, yeah, I'd appreciate it. Uh, in the blood. Here we go. Someone else mentioned gun porn. Exactly right. 
This guy appeals to the gun nuts by quoting all the exotic details and fancy names that appeal to the in-the-know crowd. His character development is less than nil. The idea that the fate of the USA is dependent on one super sniper is mentioned in several ways. Mr. Carr now belongs in the fantasy fiction section. Yeah. Don't, don't read Only the Dead. Don't read my next novel. You are not going to like it. Uh, here we go. Next one. Abandoned halfway through. Another drop on request. I grew weary of the violence and the tedious language. It seemed like every page was filled with acronyms followed by their definitions. Well, there's an, uh, at the end, there's a glossary. Um, but anyway, you're probably not going to like that either. So never mind. You also do not read Only the Dead. It might be more violent. There might be more gun descriptions. Um, yeah, not for you. Next one. This has been a fantastic series of five books. Oh, with each one leading into the other. This book also ended with a teaser for the next. However, it was so contrived and full of forced, pointless drama, I did not want to spoil it because the books deserve better. If you want to enjoy a great series, I do recommend all five. Just stop before the epilogue of the fifth book. It's one of my favorites. I really liked writing that epilogue. Consider it a fitting conclusion to the James Reese saga, and you will enjoy it. All right. That was it on the negative reviews. Once again, I think they actually uh, do more good than they do harm. But if you want to counter any of those, I would sincerely appreciate it. Uh, you can go to Amazon. You can go uh, to Barnes & Noble and leave a review wherever you get your books. And I would sincerely appreciate that. Thank you so much. I think it's time. Oh, here we go. It's time to get in to the holiday reading list. Let's switch gears. All right. Holiday reading list. You can also go to officialjackcar.com. Click on reading list. There's a bunch of other book recommendations in there, but this is specific to the holidays, specific to Christmas. So right here, let's go. There are six and right here, Agatha Christie. So Hercule Perot's Christmas right here. So if you think this was just for your grandparents, uh, negative ghostwriter. Uh, Agatha Christie, she is the best-selling author of all time. Uh, the queen of crime right here and little Christmas-themed murder mystery. And it's not too long. So check that one out right here. Frederick Forsyth, the shepherd. Now this is really cool. I think BBC does a reading of this every uh, on radio every Christmas Eve, but uh, Frederick Forsyth wrote this uh, for his, she was his wife then, but uh, she may have been, but uh, he told her he forgot her Christmas gift and she told him, he didn't really, but he had one, but she told, he told her that he forgot and uh, she said, well, write me a ghost story and it was on Christmas Eve. So he went up and he wrote The Shepherd and it is Awesome. I love it. and love these illustrations in this uh, edition right here, but it's absolutely fantastic. Frederick Forsyth's, Forsyth's The Shepherd. All right. Truman Capote, A Christmas Memory. If you haven't read this, uh, pick it up for sure. Read it. Uh, recommend you read it by yourself somewhere quiet where you're not going to be disturbed, where there's no phones or emails or, or anything else, maybe with a, uh, a coffee, a hot chocolate, uh, brandy, whatever. But uh, sit down, read this. You can do it in one sitting. Read this in sixth grade, so I was already on my path to becoming a SEAL and a writer. But this one was a very personal 
read, and I won't get into why on uh, on this, but uh, suffice to say, I highly recommend it. Truman Capote, A Christmas Memory. And you don't think of James Bond as a Christmas story or a Christmas movie? Well, here we go. On Her Majesty's Secret Service right here. This is a different edition right here. Uh, that's really cool. I love the artwork on these right here, but on Her Majesty's Secret Service. And this is the Christmas Bond. And here's another one right there. But uh, Ian Fleming wrote this as Sean Connery was filming the first Bond film, Dr. No. And uh, right here, this is the Christmas theme Bond. Many chapters and scenes uh, in the movie are, uh, are Christmas themed. So if you're looking for a James Bond movie or book to read this Christmas, this is the one. All right, moving on. David Morrell, The Spy Who Came for Christmas. This one is a first edition right here. I love that cover right there, but you can pick up the, the paperback really anywhere books are sold. And if you followed me for a while, you know what a fan I am of David Morrell, who created Rambo back in 1972 with First Blood. Also, The Brotherhood of the Rose, incredible book, taking the best elements of UK spy fiction, US spy fiction, and combining them to move the genre forward. But uh, this is his Christmas-themed spy novel right here. The Spy Who Came for Christmas. And uh, ultimately, it is not about uh, fights and violence and gunplay. It is uh, really about sacrifice and redemption. And also a fairly quick read. You can read it in a, a night or two this holiday season. So David Morrell, The Spy Who Came for Christmas. And also David Morrell right here. This is so cool. This is The 100-Year Christmas. And this is the 20th anniversary edition right here. It's, uh, he wrote this back in 1983, and the illustrations on this by Courtney Skinner are just incredible. And he woke up uh, either Christmas Eve or Christmas morning uh, in 1983 and had a dream, and that dream became The 100-Year Christmas. It is such a great book. It's a very moving and emotional as well, and also great to read with the entire family, especially if you have young children. So highly recommend The 100-Year Christmas by David morale. And once again, for more information on all of these books, you can go to officialjackcar.com and you can click on reading lists. Okay. Holiday movies. Oh, this is a dangerous one right here. People have some very, very strong opinions on what makes a holiday film. And, uh, this definitely does not mean that these are the only ones. These are just 10 that I picked. Um, that doesn't mean I don't think that gremlins is a Christmas film. Obviously, it is, but uh, I picked 10 because it fits, uh, looks good on uh, the blog and on social channels, five and five. But uh, these ones right here are some of my favorites. Rocky Four, of course. Ah, man, is there a better Christmas movie than Rocky Four? Uh, one of my favorite Rockies right here. I felt like I was raised by Sylvester Stallone playing Rocky and Rambo. Um, but right here, Rocky Four, great Christmas movie holiday movie, fun for the entire family. Under Majesty's Secret Service, we did talk about this one. Uh, George Lazenby right here. And huh, yeah, the, his only time he played Bond. Uh, Hulu has a really cool special about him and uh, and his, his, his life journey that is very, it's great. It's worth checking out for sure. But right here, Her Majesty's Secret Service, your Christmas Bond film. And... Christmas Vacation, Chevy Chase. Look at that. 
I mean, we already watched it in uh, in the car compound just uh, over the weekend after Thanksgiving. So right here, obviously a classic. I don't know anyone who has not seen this movie, but well worth a revisit. Christmas Vacation. Awesome. And It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. This is one of my favorites. I love this movie. Um, but uh, there's also a little more information about this one um, on the website. So check it out if you want to find out about the FBI's involvement in investigating some of uh, what went on around the time of this film. Then head to the website and check it out. But It's a Wonderful Life. Classic right here. Definitely check that one out. And A Christmas Story. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Uh-huh. That's it right there. A Christmas story. Love this film. And what am I doing with VHS? I probably should have mentioned what I'm doing with VHS tapes. But uh, what I'm doing is collecting all those VHS tapes that went into the attic at my mom's house for years and years and years, and then uh, eventually got uh, sold or given away because I want to watch these movies the way that I watched them growing up. So now I'm going back, I'm collecting all the VHS tapes that I had as a kid. Uh, and also the video discs that I had, not laser discs. Those were much too expensive and we never had one, but the video discs, which were like a record and you had to actually flip them over halfway through. I think it came out in the, uh, maybe mid to late seventies. So, uh, I'm tracking down a player and I am collecting those movies and I'm going to have a room here in the house where I can sit down and watch VHS movies and RCA video disc movies the same way that I did as a kid. And I got the idea from Quentin Tarantino's podcast that he is doing video archives. And what he does is goes through usually three movies, each podcast with Roger Avery. And uh, they both worked at video archives back in the day. And when it went out of business, Quentin Tarantino bought all the tapes from the video archives store and he has them. So now they're watching them again, all these years later and, uh, doing a podcast about it. So it's super cool. So it gave me the idea to get an old TV, old VCR, old RCA video disc player and collect all those movies that meant so much to me growing up and, uh, have my little movie room. So that's what I'm doing with these VHS tapes and Ronin. You don't think Ronin is a Christmas movie. Mm, you'd be wrong right here. One of the best car chases that's ever been filmed and just a fantastic film. Love Ronin. Amazing. And Invasion USA. Once again, the mall scene, huh, incredible and definitely a Christmas movie. And thank you to Chuck Norris who blurbed my first novel. Amazing guy, obviously uh, impactful on me as I was growing up as well. And that's the power of popular culture. So Invasion USA, Christmas movie, and another Stallone film, First Blood. You don't think this is a Christmas movie? You need to pay attention. Oh yeah. Watch closely. Attention to detail. So First Blood right over there. And Die Hard, one of my favorites, saw this in the theater. Saw Invasion USA in the theater as as well. And Rocky Four didn't see Under Majesty's Secret Service. Wasn't born yet, but Bruce Willis, Die Hard. I remember the first time I saw this in the movies with my dad. Such a cool experience. Uh, 100% a Christmas movie. Uh, and I don't have, it didn't show up quite yet, but my number one Christmas movie of all time, Lethal Weapon, that's still in the mail. But you can find these on eBay for uh, a couple bucks each. And a lot of these are in great condition. Some of them actually look like they're new, but uh, you can find the used ones for like $2.99 on, uh, on eBay. So lethal weapon is inbound. 
I can't wait to get it and watch it this holiday season. So that's my list right there. Of course, there are other Christmas movies out there. These are just my top 10. Have a great one. Thank you so much to Six Hour for jumping right on board out of the gate to make this podcast possible. Obviously, I am a huge SIG fan, having carried the P226 on every deployment downrange in the SEAL teams. Uh, but SIG was a supporter. They were friends well before uh, I was a New York Times bestselling author, uh, well before I even had an Instagram account or any social media presence whatsoever. So thank you guys all so much. Uh, Ron, Tom, Jason, everybody at SIG who gets up every day and continues to crush it and lead the way. SIG is always adapting. They're always at the forefront, whether it is firearms for citizens, whether it's firearms for our military, ammo, suppressors, optics, training, fire control units. They are doing it all, and they are always pushing pushing that envelope and trying to do it better each and every day through innovation and adaptation. They crush. So thank you so much for that friendship and support. Uh, it will never be forgotten. I have partnered with Ironclad for a line of danger close merchandise. Sweatshirts like the one I have on here. T-shirts like this, like this. Sweatshirts. Go to officialjackcar.com. Click on shop in the upper right-hand corner. Go check it out. Welcome to the gear highlight portion of the Danger Close podcast. Quite a few things to go through today, and I'm going to start with this bow right here. Hoyt sent this over, and this is the Ventum Pro right here. has some Sitka Digi camo on there, and it was put together. It was built by Caleb Brewer at Stick Sniper Archery down in Tucson. Uh, Caleb, amazing guy, former Army Special Forces, lost both his legs in Afghanistan, the coolest dude you could ever meet. And he gets out there, gets after it, hunting, loves archery. And a year ago, he got stick sniper archery going down in Tucson. So he's built my last few bows. And this right here is awesome. So thank you, Hoyt. This is amazing. Always have loved Hoyt. I have a lot of bows these days. But if you go to the beginning of the novelizations of Rambo First Blood Part 2 and Rambo 3 that are based on the screenplays uh, that David Morrell, who created Rambo back in 1972, wrote, uh, there's a little thank you in there to Hoyt in the beginning of those novelizations. So um, thank you guys. Really cool. Just pulled this out of the box, so I cannot wait to go and give it a run. And speaking of giving it a run, well, right there, this is the New West Knife Works Mountain Man Toy Shop. These are uh, throwing tomahawks. Awesome. But speaking of giving that bow a run, Matrix targets. Look at this. Oh my goodness. Look at that. Oh yeah. They put the cross tomahawks on there. Too cool. So I have, I think, three or four of those Matrix target systems, and uh, they're serious. I love those things. So I uh, cannot wait when it stops snowing, or maybe let's get out there in the snow anyway and sling some arrows with the Hoyt at that Matrix target system. So Check that out. Both are also on my holiday gear guide, which you can check out at officialjackcar.com and click on the blog. And the 2022 Ultimate Holiday Gear Guide is right there. All right, I'm going to work my way this way. All right, Danny Sabra right here. You can check him out on Instagram, D-A-N-N-Y-S-A-B-R-A. -A. He did that. Amazing. Thank you. Uh, that is just too cool. 
So what a, what a talent. So thank you so much for sending that along. That is just too cool. Once again, Danny Sabra, check him out on Instagram. Uh, speaking of Danny's, Danny Wolf, man, thank you for sending these. Uh, for those who don't know what this is, cigars, nice ones. So I uh, appreciate it. I'll be enjoying these over the holidays. Uh, maybe I'll save one or two uh, for you when you come visit or when I see you next, which hopefully will be in a couple months. So thank you. And Ballistic Magazine, did you pick it up? This is the October, November issue right here. But uh, there we are right there on the cover. Chris Pratt as James Reese in the terminal list. And in here, I wrote a little article about how the show came to be. So if you're interested in the backstory and all the veterans who helped out to make it what it is, uh, I talk about all that right here in Ballistic Magazine. All right. Wood Cabin Candle Company. Yep. These things are pretty cool and they smell great. Small family owned business right here. And uh, they come like that. Looks like a little, little jar candle wick in there. And we've been using these for the well, past couple of years, but really in the holidays here, the great time to check them out. Wood Cabin Candle Company. And uh, yeah, a bunch of different um, aromas with these things. And anyway, cool company. Thank you guys. And what else here? This leash. Here we go. All right. So this leash right here uh, from Warhog, and that's H-O-G-G, Tactical. Um, Rick Hogg, he's been on the podcast before, Army Special Forces guy. And check him out. Check out his website and his foundation for military working dogs. And, uh, man, thank you for all you've done for the nation. And I'll be giving this a try with our dog, Scout, shortly. Thank you, my friend. This is cool. So this is going with the holiday edition of the Danger Close podcast. So what is this right here, you may ask? Well, I'm going to put that a little closer to the camera. Oh, yeah. Right here. Nakatomi Plaza. And who is this right here who is falling from the top? Uh, well, that is Hans Gruber. Oh, yeah. And every day closer to Christmas. So one, two, three, four, five, all the way down. Bam. Christmas when he hits the ground. So this is a pop-up ad. So they're listening. They're always listening. They know. They know exactly what I'm hovering on, exactly what I'm clicking on. And they knew that I would buy multiple ones of these to give to friends uh, and family. So right there, check this out. This is my kind of advent calendar right here. Hans Gruber taking that fall, Nakatomi Plaza. So there it is. All right. So Navy water polo, Thank you guys. Johnny Sanchez was out there giving a talk to them. And Johnny Sanchez is the guy who uh, put me in touch with Brad Thor. So former Navy SEAL, got out, got into finance. Now he has a leadership consulting company. Uh, incredible guy, so nice. And he helped Brad out with some of the SEAL specific portions of the novels on research and then put us in touch. And then Brad put me in touch with Simon & Schuster. And the rest, as they say, is history. So, uh yeah. Oh, amazing. Johnny Sanchez was out there giving a talk to Navy water polo and they sent all this stuff at a very kind note. So, uh, Navy water polo keep crushing out there. Amazing. And I'll work my way through here. What is this right here? So, Ooh, the hum dog on Instagram sent me a knife from shank knives right here. And, uh, here's the blade. Look at that thing. Nice, man. How did he know exactly what I wanted for Christmas? 
So thank you for sending this along. Check them out, Shank Knives and uh, The Real Hum Dog. Thank you so much for all your support. And let's see, what else do I have here? That is, goes with this. And here we go. Goodbye, Iran by John Doolittle. So this is, uh, so John Doolittle is uh, the father of my Buds Class OIC, officer in charge. And this is a book that, uh, that he finally wrote about how they got out of Tehran, Iran in 1979. So I'm really looking forward to this. Thank you for the inscription. And uh, it's very thoughtful, sincerely appreciated, and cannot wait to read this book. So once again, it's called Goodbye Iran by John Doolittle. So thank you for capturing that, uh, those memories and uh, that experience here in this book. Very cool. All right, next, Kevin Estella. Man, we were talking, and he actually knew one of the guys who was my, I guess, my first survival instructor back when I was in the fifth grade at a camp in Mountain Mel. And of course, Kevin is at Fieldcraft Survival. He's their director of, uh, of training, director of survival. And he is an awesome guy. I follow him on Instagram, of course. But uh, he gave me this American survival that has this guy right here. He was the first Army Special Forces guy that I ever met. And back in fifth grade, before the internet, um, before there were a lot of books out there, uh, meeting somebody like that was life-changing. So very cool. Um, thank you. I have talked about this before when he first gave it to me, but it's been a while. So I uh, just wanted to, to, to uh, yeah, thank Kevin for being so thoughtful and, and passing this along. It means a lot. And all right, here we go. Jason M. Hardy. So check out that book. Whew. And this is thedogtag.com. And there are a bunch of these books, uh, uh, Mac Vsog, Vietnam, Special Operations. And hey, you know that guy. Look at that. He's been on the podcast before. That's the first time I opened this book because it just arrived. And uh, John Stryker Meyer right there. He's been on the podcast. Of course, he's been on Jocko's podcast. Um, he has a bunch of different books out. But uh, yeah, this, I found out about these books from James Rupley, who takes the photos for the Vickers Guides books, which uh, they're my go-to whenever I'm doing any research on a weapon system for the novels, I go to those books, uh, pour over those photos, read the descriptions, and uh, and then send them my, those paragraphs off to Larry Vickers, to James Rupley, to Clint Smith, um, to Kyle Lamb to, to give me a sanity check. But uh, he posted a picture, James Rupley did, of this book the other day, and I hadn't heard of it. And yeah, it's number 53 of 250. I did not know that they were uh, limited. And a bunch of photos in here and... James said that there were a bunch of photos in here that he hadn't seen before. So I'm really looking forward to uh, collecting all of them. And uh, yeah, I got two right off the bat. So I'll be collecting the rest of them here over the next few months and uh, get the complete collection because this thing, this is solid. So anybody interested in Vietnam or special operations in general should uh, check that out. Once again, the dogtag.com and uh, check these out. All right. Oh, oh, speaking of James Rupley right here, what does that look like? Oh, yeah. It looks like a magazine to an SR-25 because that's what it's supposed to look like. Yep, it says Knight's Armament right there on the bottom, but this is a flask. Ooh, it has a Knight's symbol right there. And look what else it comes with. So James, thank you so much. Uh, I'm so glad you're not a big drinker and uh, didn't mind parting with this. So uh, this is really cool. Thank you. And once again, James Rupley, follow him on Instagram. And definitely if you are 
a uh, weapons aficionado, then pick up the Vickers Guides books for sure. Vickersguide.com. There's a bunch of them out there and they're all awesome. All right. <laughs> Watches of espionage right here. Check that out. Ooh, time matters. This just arrived as well. I found out about Watches of Espionage on Instagram. Has it been two years? At least a year ago. But it is a great follow. So anybody interested in watches and special operations, uh, in spycraft, the Central Intelligence Agency, uh, definitely check out Watches of Espionage. And he just came out with these watch carriers right here. And look at that. I got some tiger stripe on there as the Watches of Espionage symbol right there. And uh, very cool. So check him out. Really great blog postings as well. And uh, thank you for the, the kind note and for this coin. Sincerely appreciate that, my friend. Awesome. All right. Watches. Speaking of time. What is this? This is from Resco right here. So as you know, uh, James Reese in the first three novels until he... I don't want to give a spoiler alert what happens because time and watches play a very significant role in my novels. But uh, right here, this is the Resco or a copy of the Resco that uh, Chris Pratt wore as James Reese in The Terminal List. So uh, this is very, very cool. Black Frog right there. Yep. Black Frog has the date right there and an inscription on the back. Thank you, guys. Rob Smith, former SEAL. Uh, in fact, I bought my first Resco from him before he'd even started the company. So, um, yeah, just right out of the gate. Love that he was so passionate about watches and knew exactly what he, what he wanted to do when he got out of the SEAL team. So, uh, check out Resco watches right here. Uh, very cool inscri inscription on the back. Love it. Thank you guys. And that's it from the terminal list. Awesome. All right. What else do I have here? seems like there's so much. Oh, what is this? Well, let me tell you, this hand cannon right here, SIG 10 millimeter. Look at that. That thing is serious. I know people have been waiting for a SIG 10 mil for quite some time. Well, it came out this past year and that is awesome. SIG, well done, awesome. And some 10 mil ammo to go with it from Double Tap. They've been doing 10 mil ammo for quite some time right here. So this is 230 grain right here. Um, very cool. Double Tap, thank you guys for sending that along. It's gonna pair nicely with the new SIG 10 mil. And GLG Knifeworks, I know I've talked about them before as well. He makes an awesome bookmark that is a weapon that doesn't look like a weapon. And this is, uh, for the ladies, or I guess the guys, if you have really long hair and need a hair type clip thing. And so when you're running or something like that, it's in here and this thing is solid. This You do not want to get hit in the temple or the eye or the neck or anywhere with this thing. So very cool. GLG Knifeworks, check them out. And Toyotas of War. If you're not following them on Instagram, you should be. Uh, I ordered a couple shirts from them. Uh, I ordered a bunch over the last few years, but uh, just the other day I ordered another two and they sent a bunch more. So thank you, a bunch more than I ordered and also sent a keychain and some stickers right there. Absolutely love it. And check these out. These are kind of the, these are the same things that are on the t-shirts, uh, the front or the back, depending on which ones you get, but uh, I love these things. Oh, yeah. So very cool. Once again, oh, there's, 
There's the 80 series. I think I need to do this with mine. So check them out, Toyotas of War. All right, Snake Staff Systems right here. Actually, it's a tourniquet. I have mine on me. Ever since they sent this, I have been carrying this on my person every day. So I have the bigger tourniquets that are in my backpack, in the car, um, all over the house, different drawers, um, obviously in the trauma kits and that sort of a thing on the motorcycle, I have multiple. Um, but, uh, I wasn't very good at carrying it on my first line. Don't tell Mike Glover at Fieldcraft, but this thing I've carried every day since I got it. I set it up. Uh, I got it on, uh, both legs, both arms, one handed. Uh, I got it set up right here and I've carried this every single day. It's like they, they, uh, equate it to carrying a subcompact pistol. Um, so this is like a subcompact tourniquet. And for me, that's, uh, it's really been working out well to always have this thing on me every single day. Don't leave the house without it. So, uh, check them out. Snake staff systems. They're also on my holiday gear guide. And there's one right there. Speaking of Toyotas right here, uh, Rawson right here, R-A-W-S-O-N motorsports. Yep right there. You can follow them on Instagram and Facebook, uh, specializing in Toyota Land Cruisers. That's a cool picture. Very cool. So thank you guys for the care package. And uh, hopefully I'll stop by Morro Bay, California. Love it up there. Beautiful spot. So amazing. Let's see what else. Ah, here we go. Yep. The Neo Mag. So somebody thought I needed a Neo Mag. Uh, Jim, thank you for sending this. Great meeting you on book tour. And he noticed that I just had my uh, extra mag in my pocket. And so he sent me this Neo Mag right here. And this one, I think it's from their custom shop. Yep, right here. So you can carry your extra magazine like that. I've been meaning to do this for a long time. More importantly, been meaning to train with it um, so I can get used to carrying it and uh, grabbing that extra mag from this. So check them out, neomag.com. What else? I think I've got everything up to here. Oh, what's this? Can you see that? How about now? How about now? Oh yeah. Look at that. Oh yeah. That's a brand. Mm -hmm. And you can get this right now exclusively through a collaboration that I am doing with KC Cattle Company. Veteran owned and operated. There are two holiday bundles and uh, one of those, you can get them through my website, officialjackcar.com. Click on shop, but one of them has the brand. Oh yeah. Brand your steak, brand your turkey. Wouldn't recommend branding yourself, but this thing is pretty dang sweet. So check that out. Casey Cattle Company, once again, veteran owned and operated. Uh, and that one package also has the Wagyu beef tomahawk steak. So that pairs well with the brand. So check that out. And right here, this is pretty cool. Uh, ZA Strap Company right here. I ordered a watch strap from them. And they recognized uh, recognized me, my email from the order, and they sent a couple extras. So I ordered this one, the Connery, right here, and uh, they sent me two extra ones and put a special one right here. Cross Tomahawks. Guys, thank you so much. Um, they're out of Liverpool in the United Kingdom. And yeah, ZA Strap Company, that's what their logo looks like right there. And I'm debating what, I know what this is going on, but debating what to put these ones on right here. But thank you so much. Cannot wait to get these on, try these out and very cool. Thank you guys. Awesome. And moving along, what is this? Senor, I'm not gonna even try to pronounce it right there. Hot Sauce, a collaboration between the Hot Sauce Company 
and Half Face Blades, Andrew Arabito, buddy from the SEAL teams, and Joe Rogan. So look at that. These three different ones right here. Batch number one. Nice. I'm a little bit afraid to try this one, but I'm going to do it anyway. Ghost Pepper. Where have I heard about that before? Yeah, look at these. Heirloom tomato one right here. This looks fantastic. Winter truffle. Wow. Look at those. Awesome. Yeah, so that's the new collaboration. Half Face Blades, Andrew Arbito, Joe Rogan, and Senor L-E-C-H-U-G-A. So check them out. Oh, very cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to trying those. I'm going to try those tonight. Very cool. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And what else is going on here? Got this. This is a 5.11 pistol uh, case right here. And in that came from Dean Stott, his book, Relentless. You could get it in the United Kingdom, but uh, now it is available in the United States right now. Dean Stott, Relentless. And he's been on the podcast before as well. He's been on Jocko's podcast as well. And yeah, amazing guy. Really cool. Check him out. Check out the podcasts and definitely get his book, Relentless. And he sent a couple other things too. Uh, Brass and Unity. So right here, and look at that. So it has, yeah, little brass casing. And this right here, Help for Veterans, One Piece at a Time, Veteran Crisis Hotline. And yeah, brassandunity.com slash veteran dash assistance. Hashtag Brass and Unity. Um, brassandunity.com and on the social channels at Brass and Unity. So check them out. And also, man, Dean was so thoughtful. He threw in some loophole shades. So thanks, buddy. Appreciate that right here. Yep. That was very kind. Bam. Thank you, my friend. Very cool. And what else? And this was really cool. So... Kelly Slayton, S-L-A-T-T-O-N, on Instagram, has sent me a pen in the past, and he sent me this new one recently. And this thing, man, this is awesome. This, look at that. Can you see that? So check him out. Kelly Slayton, um, not sure exactly if he's making these for, uh, for people or not, or custom, but uh, check him out on Instagram. Give him a follow. And thank you for sending this also. Very thoughtful. Honey, yep. He's been paying attention. Uh, yep. <laughs> also been paying attention Whoa, for the bottle right there. And, uh, yeah, made these all by hand. So very cool. And for the coffee right there. So Kelly, thank you so much. Appreciate that, my friend. And what else? All right. Origin Maine. These are the new boots right here. So Pete Roberts, Jocko, they have Origin, and they're doing some great stuff out there. 100% made in the United States all the way. Dirt to shirt, as they say, but everything here is USA materials, USA craftsmanship, workers, and uh, check them out at Origin USA. I think also OriginMaine.com, uh, but it'll all take you to the same place. These are the new boots right there. Nice. Very cool. Love these things. Man, amazing. Also, I have a hunt line, uh, all sorts of stuff coming out of the jeans, the hunt line. You can get to find the Jocko Fuel, link to all that stuff from there. But Origin, Origin Maine, uh, check them out for sure on the social channels, on the website, and support American-made businesses and products. I think 
That is everything. Thank you so much for tuning in. Sincerely appreciated. See you in 2023. Thank you for tuning in to the Danger Close podcast, an Ironclad original presented by Navy Federal Credit Union. Hope you enjoyed this holiday edition of Danger Close. For me, it's really a way to say thank you. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for reading the novels, for your engagement on social media, for watching the Amazon Prime video series. It is all sincerely appreciated. And there is more to come in 2023. There's one more podcast here in 2022, and that is a best of edition of the Afghanistan Files. Only the Dead, the next novel in the James Reese Terminal List series, hits shelves in spring of 2023. You can find the title drop video on my social channels and also on my website. At Jack Carr USA, that's the social channels, officialjackcar.com. That is the website. You can click on shop in the upper right-hand corner for the merch. And happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Until the next time, take care out there. Stay safe. Be strong. Keep fighting. My collaboration with KC Cattle Company is out now. Kansas City Cattle Company, veteran-owned and operated. There are two exclusive Jack Carr bundles. One is for the whole family, and that includes their award-winning Wagyu uncured beef hot dogs. And a second bundle option, which is my favorite, includes something special. A massive Wagyu tomahawk steak and a cross tomahawk's branding iron. So you'll be able to add the Cross Tomahawks logo to all of your steaks. It's awesome. And you can go to officialjackcar.com, click on shop to check that out, but hurry because they are going fast.